Beer Blood in the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. And you know, uh, so I've had this. Uh, Josh, you're uh, you you've been on projects, right? You, you ever have a project that's just it's good, but it just goes on forever, and they just mm-hmm. keep adding more to it, and all they're doing is giving change you orders. Yeah, no, change orders are great, but they just give me more chances to fuck it up. Oh yeah, you know, like I, I've striked a parking lot that it, like per his specifications, and he's like. I got an email from this guy. He's like, nope, not going to work. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, it's not that expensive to restripe it, but it's going to suck having to get it redone. And it's one of those things where you just kind of were done with the project. But you, oh, I mean, he's I like, see, can you do one more thing for me? You know, and you don't want to turn it down because it's great money, but it just yeah, keeps lasting forever and ever. I mean, I, I always had a dream of, of, uh, of being on this project exactly one year, which was the hurricane of last year, right? So mm-hmm. uh, we started on this project doing some minor hurricane repairs, and we've ended up renovating tons and tons of stuff. We've, uh, we're demoing like a, a four gigantic buildings. Two, two of them are riddled in asbestos, and we have to get you know properly environmentally treated. And uh, anyway, but it's just, it's it, we're going to be here long past the anniversary of that hurricane. Yeah, um, which, by the way, hurricane. Um, whoa, like, yeah, uh, you got a hurricane. Yeah, hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey. Uh, hey, hey, which was, reminds me, yeah. Uh, you know, the more I think about Hurricane Harvey, I, I, okay, we, was, we were very lucky. Uh, we, you know, we had never even lost cable. Yeah, never even touched our hurricane supplies. We actually donated all of our hurricane supplies. Y'all, just um, had, y'all sat there and watched Forrest Gump and all your supplies. And, yeah, we watched Netflix. Babylon it Five. Yeah, it was great. Um, you got tired of astronaut ice cream? No, it was amazing. Uh, but anyway, you know, but there were so many people in the city that were uh, that affected. were affected, you know, and, and, and lost everything. And, oh yeah, and you know. Of course, you got heroes like J.J. Watt again, if we're going to bring him up again. And then also uh, Mattress Mac. I mean, the guy that, that guy has solidified himself as, uh, you know, on the Houston Mount, Mount Rushmore at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But i tell you who hasn't. Joel Osteen. That's right. That motherfucker did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, he yeah. was... Uh he, he shut the doors. Controversial things. He yeah, locked the doors yeah. or whatever. But you know, so I, I listen. We 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 have a lot of listeners, a lot of followers on Instagram. Actually, they they don't even live in the Houston area, so they don't understand the the, the dynamic of like who uh, Mattress Mac is. So yeah, any yeah, other. So the reason why he's actually like um, the Houston hero is because as soon as like Harvey happened. Um, like I mean, as people were flooding, he like immediately opened up his arm. He said, "Listen, like I got this huge fucking facility. If anybody needs somewhere to stay, just get down here. If you can somehow get down here, we will feed you. We will house you, dude. He opened up like his whole showroom, like like all of his furniture, and, his, and like people like were sleeping in their beds. Um, people were lounging there. People were." being fed and just, like, being taken care of. Like, people, like, immediately mm-hmm. lost their homes. And they had, like, absolutely, like, nowhere else to go. Now, on the flip side of that coin, there was Joel Osteen. So Joel Osteen, um, for you guys who are not familiar, because I, I think pr- pretty much everybody who would listen to this podcast, regardless of what country they're in, um, Joel Osteen runs one of the largest mega churches um, in the land, right? In, in the, the world, I mean, in the land. Lakewood Church. Um, funny, funny side story. I actually grew up going to Lakewood Church. Really? Yeah. In the in the in the in the uh, mid to late when 80s. his dad was the yeah when pastor? John Osteen and I went there and there was like probably seven hundred members, like a seven hundred uh, seat facility. And so you uh, were friends with him. You would like give him daps. You were like close knit at that point. That was a small. That's a small congregation. Yeah, so. it, it it was pretty small and like you know, it was very accessible and. Um, it was like a community, but then it like it, it started getting bigger. They moved into like a larger complex. Then then John Osteen died. Joel Osteen took over, 
And then uh, all of a sudden, next thing we know... He pressed the gas on that God light he likes to give out. He pressed the gas on that congregation, and they fucking... Next thing we know... He's hanging out with Oprah. No, they, they, they bought the Summit. So the Summit is the old Rockets basketball arena. It was up for sale because the Rockets wanted a new stadium. If Anyhow, you're good, then God will yeah, be I feel good. Like, right. If I can interrupt you, I feel yeah, like, I feel like um, whenever you go to title this podcast, it should yeah. be... Old news, you should already know this podcast is going to be really dated and boring. Catch up on Houston? Is no. The, I'm, is this I'm, like listen, a history channel? No, I'm trying Everyone to get knows all this. <laughs> no, let me Houston get to my point. history, everybody. I know. Sorry. Let me, let me just get to my point. Okay. Anyhow, so during the hurricane, unlike Mattress Mac, um, he didn't open his facility. He was hounded uh, basically by the local media and all the people. Like you have like one of the largest fucking facilities in the town. And it took him, I don't know, I think 48 hours finally to open his place. Couldn't the find building, his keys. Yeah, the building was flooded. <laughs> J.J. Like, Watt, like, they he's weren't, like, he's they like, hold on, he had a keychain for the, he, he got everyone into the stadium. Yeah. He was like, I got out of my keychain. Yeah, the, the biggest, come on the, the biggest excuse he used, though, was that they weren't prepared to take in people. I remember. Well, fucking, like, Metro Smack wasn't, right? Yeah. Metro Smack was like, hey, I have a fucking business that relies on, like, all of this furniture being clean. Um, just, but he said, fuck well, all that. Well, not really, the, because those are, you don't really take the furniture off the floors. It's more like. It doesn't matter. Sure. It's a showroom, though. Okay. I prefer but, those. No, but people, people, yeah. broken in. people look at that yeah. stuff, and that's what they make a judgment more than well, I like to buy a mattress. I want to see what the stains look Here like. Here he comes, dude. Brower shit yeah. on Mattress Mac. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm really trying hard to shit on Joel Osteen here, and he won't let me. Anyhow, so. Finally, he decides, okay, hey, I'm going to, for his wife I'm going to, I'm going to fucking <laughs> open up my showroom. That's not what I'm trying to talk about. What I'm, what, what I'm trying to talk about is Joel Osteen just released his budget. Really? Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, well, actually, what does he spend on GSA? It, like it was like two weeks ago, right? So he has a ninety million dollar. Is he a budget. publicly traded company or something? Why does he? Why does he have to release? I don't know. I, I think. I think. I think. I think. Basically, he he, he felt like he needed Obligated. to, right? Because yeah, because I think the uh, the whole um, the whole Harvey situation. I think it was bad press for him. I, I can I can only assume like numbers are down because like why would why, why would the, 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 the free flow of money has uh, why would uh, for not giving away anything? Not why would a private institution all of a sudden just decide, especially a private like um, uh, religious institution, decide to like release their fucking balance? Anyhow, so you did. Well, right, let me try and guess one or two. Is it like five million on hairspray? Ten million on makeup. What does he spend on Kleenex to wipe those weird tears he always cries? <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, okay. what with Oprah? Remember that? Time? All right. So, Oprah. so he he released a, basically it was basically a ninety million dollar budget with uh, uh, six like major categories. Okay, so ninety million bucks. Okay. Wow. So weekly services and programs thirty one point seven million. Night of Hope events six point seven million. Don't know what that is. Mm. Never. You guys ever? That's black stuff. Yeah, here. I don't know. TV ministry twenty five point one million. A general and administrative, which is basically like a Overhead. fucking black hole. Yep, eleven point five million. Fundraising. What the fuck does that mean? Eleven point nine. He spends eleven million dollars on literally raising funds. Have you ever heard of United Way? Whatever. All, all they do is they raise money so they can raise money. Raise money? Yeah, I, I don't even get. Okay, whatever. It's so, but 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 this is the bullet point that has people fucking outrage. Mission and outreach, one point two million. So basically, hmm. the the majority of of his budget is it's spent on the continuation of his ministry. And here's the thing: you've got to know. That that budget was inflated just a little bit. The oh, yeah. somewhere, right? Oh yeah. So like, oh, we can say that was uh, yeah. mission outreach. Uh, you know, it's the, the the gas for the jet to get out to. Oh, yeah. uh, That's to probably the last one they filled in. They're like, we're going we're gonna to use this for the fluff money. Oh no, Fun. no, they probably yeah. claimed as much as they could. They're trying to disclose. I mean, if they're going to send this out for public disclosure. Yeah, they're going to want to uh, think that they can get as much as they possibly I can. Yeah. I don't know and why they were, why they even did this. I don't understand why they did this. Yeah, well, I, so because I think they all do it. Actually, well, no, 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 no. Actually, no. The reason why though is because. I'm telling you, man, this fucking Harvey thing really hurt. Hurt that was yeah. It's it's fucking hurt the brand. I I don't know that it has anything to do with Harvey because I saw a a a release of all of the major. I mean, there's a guy who gets like 500 million dollars and doesn't even come close to what Joel Osteen's doing. Yeah, Uh, I mean, and Creeflo Dollar, I think he's out of uh, Atlanta. He's up there too. He's like 50 or 70 million. He was recently uh, uh, called uh, called to the mats, so to speak, about um, wanting to. a Bentley or a new plane. All I know is that yeah. next hurricane, those doors can't open fast enough. Yeah. Anyhow, gonna, so, so basically, basically everything but like what ten percent of the whole you know the whole budget, it was 
him promoting his fucking brand, right? Yeah. And then the 1.2 million, so the mission outreach. So that's like as a church, like, and as a guy who actually knows like ministers and people like gone through a seminary and that sort of Minister thing. Minister Bragger. No, I'm not. I'm just you saying. You know people who've gone through I seminary? Do, I, I do. I'm not going to name names, but. You don't Because you don't know anybody. Man, fuck you, dude. Anyhow, so. so we won't need to fact check. That's what, no, that's, what, that's where the money is supposed to be, be spent, okay? Whoa, I'm sorry. Is, is the mission and outreach. I forgot. You know me. I'm a minister. I forgot. Yeah, Universal right. Life Church. Through the internet. My question about <laughs> well, the whole thing is, hey, uh, have you actually married anybody? Well, in the eyes of God, yeah. you can marry people in as many as 11 states now. Anyhow, my question to you is, yeah. where are you on all this? My, 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 my point is, I'm just trying to shit on this guy a little bit more because I just, I don't like him, dude. I don't like him. I think he took, um, as, a, as a, actually a, a dude who, 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 a little dude who used to attend like you know his ministry in his church, he basically took something that was really, really good. And um, he made it into this behemoth money making machine. But if you're good, then God'll be good. Exactly, dude. You know that's that's the whole thing. Like, oh, incidentally, uh, Brower will be uh, uh, up for performing weddings at a uh, um, at a fee um, to be determined later. Anyhow, that's that's all I want to touch on. Your so. bride is decent. Yeah. Hey, no wedding is too big. No fee is too big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters. Anyhow, um, yeah, I think I'm done. So. Okay, that was well, Steam. Yep. Well, Josh, what's your, what's, your, what's your week looking like this week? What you got coming up this week? I heard you're going out of town. Is that true? I am. I'm going to hit the beautiful Guadalupe River. Interesting. You know, it, it seems like it would be worth it to drive the extra three hours to the Frio if you're going to go float a river. The Guadalupe is just so filthy and overcrowded. Really? I kind of agree. It's the, Frio, the Frio is beautiful. And, like, you see, like, I mean, like, a part of Texas you never thought could exist. You're in a canyon. You see cool little valleys no, and like wonderful topography. Yeah, I mean Guadalupe, Guadalupe. What you got like empty solo cups, empty Jello shot containers, yeah, condoms. Co- use condoms. Yeah, I mean, wait, hold on. But let's be honest. Who even uses condoms uh, anymore? Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, I mean, you know, to smuggle drugs. Mm. Uh, I tell you, um, I, I almost drowned at the Frio River. Really? Yeah. Why? So you had an arm floaty popper. Well, I, I got one of those awesome floats. This is years and years ago. I got one of those awesome floats with a with a bottom, a plastic bottom. Oh yeah! Right, so I never had to get out for the the rough parts. I just skid right over those rocks. Oh, and sorry, can we just give a little bit of context for people who are not from this area, real quick? So what we do down here is we get like these fucking tire inner tubes, tire inner tubes. We get we get our fat asses on these tire tubes, and then we have like another tire tube that's holding our cooler, and we just drink the entire. The, the outside, the actual tire itself, is donated to. Uh, Crossfits, and that's then we right. take the tube. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we we uh, the tube rental places and uh, CrossFit facilities uh, split their uh, yeah. tires. Yeah, it's a great so, business model. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was in this tube, and, and the tube had this uh, this like plastic, this very hard plastic uh, right, square piece tied to the bottom, and, and it was perfect. So I was like, oh, this is great. I won't have to get out. You know, I could just float yeah. it. You know, and you do the thing where you just kind of pee on yourself, and you kind of flop in the water, get, which is the get, best. Pee on get yourself. the hot pee off, and, and, no, like, and nobody yeah. knows. Yeah. Like, your girlfriend's like right behind you, <laughs> yeah. like downriver, and you're like, hey, yeah, she's right. talking, like, yeah. water, swimming through your pee. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, so you know, I got to, got this really great tube. It turns out I don't have to get out of the tube the entire time. I end up in this tube for six hours. Yeah, right. Don't budge, and I just keep I just mm-hmm. paddle over towards a cooler, drink a beer, smoke a pack, and have have a cigarettes out there. Marble lights. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, drank and drank and drank and drank all day long. So we get to the end of the river where everybody kind of gets off. There's a little concert hall where they have there, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's a, it opens up into like a like a small lake. Well, the water gets really deep there, and. Mind you, you're on the river all day long, so you know. I mean, I mean it's not like you're in your uh, in your competition racing swimming gear, yeah. right? You know, you're not in your speedos, right? Um, you know, with your legs freshly shaved. Typically, you're in tennis shoes because oh, the that's rocks. How I roll when I go. Yeah, right. So you're you're either in tennis shoes or water shoes, like a weirdo. But I'm, I'm it's wearing. It's funny like, you say you, that. You do, I, you do look like a weirdo with water shoes. I, yeah, actually, yeah. I, I told her, I go, hey, I found our, our water shoes from our aqua socks or whatever from last year, and she's aqua like, we're not wearing those because no one else is wearing them. <laughs> and I'm like, because you look like a weirdo. I thought yeah, people. I wore them last year. I didn't know it was that. Yeah, she's like, like oh, you look weird. Yeah, you look weird. He looks very stupid. We got galoshes. It's like big boots. Yeah, so I wear. I'm wearing an old pair of tennis shoes. Waiters. So I mean, you know, it's. Not these aren't you know, I'm wearing, I'm, I might be wearing like cargo shorts. These aren't clothes that you're going to want to feel comfortable swimming in, especially after laying in basically one position, peeing all over yourself for like yeah. six hours uh, and drinking all Which day long. Which is embarrassing within itself. Mm-hmm. So, and, and mind you, I chewed the same piece of gum the entire time. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah. So uh, and your shorts were dry from the sun. They're just a no, no. I mean, no, they, they were wet because you got wet. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty wet the whole time. 
And anyway, so I roll off of my tube once yeah. we got in this kind of center big area. And I thought I was just going to go right to the bottom. So I didn't. I thought my feet were going to touch. Yeah. And I just sink to the bottom. I mean, sink down. Dead weight. Yeah. And like, with, I mean, as I exhaled a breath above mm-hmm. water. And I am like drunk as shit, trying to like get out. And I'm trying to swim up, and you know my shoes are weighing me down. I'm like, oh my god! And I'm like, I'm like dying. I'm like taking in water as I go. Oh, but I, I, I almost no one saw this. Wow! But I, I promise you, I almost drowned at the de- at the end of the Frio River. Wow. And it was only that because- happened to me on Lake Conroe. Similar thing. I, I am a big swimmer, but after that happens, it kind of fucks you up. Well, I mean, you didn't fuck me up. I kept swimming, but um, like I, I, think man, I, I, I think I floated the next day. But the uh, point is, is that I, I, you know, it just I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, and it was uh, it was pretty uh, it's pretty traumatic. Interesting. Eleven seconds, and I realized, oh my god, that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, last year, I had on aqua socks, and I bought those uh, floaties that hold your glasses that float if your glasses fall off. Man, and, and one of the I don't know, I was like, it looked pretty pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and like within the first ten minutes, one of the girls with us, she's like. That kind of looks dumb, and I don't even think it's going to work. And she was already a couple beers in, and she's kind of slapped them. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching my glasses go underwater, and all I have are those things in my ears. She was trying to be funny and slapped it. And it's only been like an hour of the trip. I'm like, well, the rest of the trip, no sunglasses. I like watched them sink. I mean, I was literally like an hour Thanks, of the trip. She's they? like, this looks stupid. I'm like, what, 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 uh, what sunglasses were they? I mean, I, I am Bolet, smart. I, I am a river rat enough Rams. to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm river rat enough to know now that you, when you go to the river, you go to the gas station on the way there. Yeah. The throwaways. Wait, Josh is a river rat. Yeah. A, uh, what do you call him if you go to the the Renaissance Fair a lot? Carney? No, I mean, that, that. And you got a lot of activities. I don't have anything like that. Yeah. A lot of hobbies. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm just busy working and taking care of my family. Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Listen, we're running. Oh, yeah, I'm listen, going by myself. Hey, listen. We're, <laughs> no family. We're left. running over time. We're going to do a quick intro. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Brower. No, hold on. I'm going to. No, no I, I do the in- introduction. Uh, All right. Kind of uh, across me is Mr. Brower. Thank you. Brower. There we go. And then to the left of me is Mr. Uh, Josh James. Hello. James. James. And then uh, I, am, uh, I am Ralph Sweetwater from I Fear No Beer and Beer Blood in the Bayou. Okay, that's it. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to move on. Okay. We're going to drink a beer. Let's do it. And uh, we will be right back after this. <laughs> back hey everybody back with that beer that old nasty funky beer this is the best part <clears throat> is it not you know it is actually what got us together and it's also the thing that's going to tear us apart wow beer. that's really deep why you say that uh, i don't know because i hate it oh yeah so i really love it i mean if it's if we if we're talking about things that we all love just real quick do you mind if we just do a quick round table? Yes, go. Stupid questions. Yeah, well, I have I have a really good favorite thing, and actually it just recently came about. Um, <clears throat> I have a guy. Uh, okay, so my boss came in. He was asking me some, you know, just kind of seeing how things were going out at uh, my uh, location, and mm-hmm. uh, he heard me uh, barking at some kid about his homework, and he was like, what are you doing? And uh, I said, oh, I got a kid over here. He's um, helping him. Uh, Helping him work on finish up high school. He's a little behind in high school. I'm trying to get him to graduate this year. First of all, you and your boss, or I thought it was your business partner, y'all work out of a van around parks around Houston, right? Uh, oh no, 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 no. That's not me. You're thinking of yourself. No, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I uh, I work in a building and not a van. And uh, so my boss was asking me after I talked to this kid about his homework and said, "Well, why are you? Uh, what are you doing?" And I said, oh, "I'm just trying to help him graduate high school because he's getting on in age and he he should have been a graduator by now." Oh. And and I he's like, oh, well, that's very nice of you. I was like, well, it combines two of my favorite things, yelling at people and helping people. And I realized I love yelling at people. Wait, wait, wait. So you basically help these people by scaring them into not, having, like basically learning, like having I'm the right answer? I'm not scaring. I am motivating. Mm. Yeah, I like to yell at people. This sounds very familiar to the you conversation know, okay. we had last week. No. Sorry, go ahead. So it reminds me of something. I was, for whatever reason, I guess a month or two ago, 
at a baseball card shop in Houston, which I didn't know that they still existed. Oh, yeah. my God. And, I, I, and, and actually, they, they're really few and far between in the, in the United States. And there's only one that I'm aware of in Houston that sells baseball cards. And this guy's been in the business since God knows how long. But how that's many, not the story. How many do you think are in Houston? I know there, there's one in Houston. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, anyhow. So go anyway, ahead. Jesus So anyway, guys. this guy that runs it, is I mean it'd be easy for anyone to Google this place and find it. He's a super cool guy. But I was in there and there was a high school kid in there sitting there talking to him. And apparently the guy that owns the shop is really involved in the like little league and like high schools. And he's apparently a coach in baseball. And okay. he was drilling this guy. This this high school kid was saying, you know, I'm working on my fastball. And then finally this guy interrupted him, the owner, and he's like, look, let me tell you something. If you get a scholarship, a scholastic scholarship to a big college in Texas and you get a baseball scholarship to a small school, you go to the big school because you're not good enough to be a, a pitcher. Oh, my God. Big, straight up. And this kid's like, well, you know, I'm working. He goes, no, I've been doing this for a long time, son, and you are nowhere near. And he started rattling off all these names of these high school kids that this guy knew also because I wow. guess when you're in that scene, you know them all. Yeah. I mean, he was – and when he left, I go, man, I can't believe you did that. But it's kind of a hats off. And he's like, no, man. I am not going to lie to these kids. They don't. They need to. Their parents don't tell him. I will. So, is that one of your one of your favorite things? Is to to watch somebody be dressed down? Uh, get their dreams and uh, pretty hopes much. I, went, I asked him if there were other locations he knew about that did the same thing he did. Okay. He told me about a Luby's cafeteria. There was I, a manager over there that did that. I I really wished I wouldn't have asked this question, but I. That's okay. Yeah, we, we can always remove it in post. No, that's not. Are you? Are you I, didn't no, I was just question. asking what. Just, it was supposed to be really quick, like a lightning round, like what everybody's like favorite thing was. I said stupid questions. I was thinking like each one of you just go around real quick and name something. But well, that, my that favorite thing happen. is helping people and yelling at people. Thank you. My favorite thing that I love is we are recording, right? Yes, at, uh, Ashley. Are we, not, are we not recording? Oh, oh let me see. Oh, uh, God. I'm going to throw up all over the place. And the win. The win. Yeah, okay, so now we're really headed to the beer, okay? All right, so I was really, really proud of Brower last week. We had an IPA. He actually said it was drinkable, and so for I me, said it was finishable. Okay, finishable. That's still a really, really big step for Brower over here, so I'm really, really proud. So because of that, I'm going to dial it back down. Okay, we're going to step... We, we, we basically took three to four steps towards the deep end, and now we're going to back it back he put out. His, he put his toe in the water. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But okay. he's not ready to jump in. Right. So I'm just going to back it, back it down just a little bit. And so I, I brought to the table um, spring pills from, from Southern Star. Okay, so this is another Pilsner beer. Um, out of uh, uh-huh. out of the, the brewery from Conroe. I'm listening. Yep. And so uh, it's like... Again, it's it's 115 uh, fucking degrees outside every day. So this is something that uh, you would be well-placed to drink on a very, very hot uh, summer day. They have my favorite, one of my favorite beers, top five. Which one? Bombshell Blonde. Oh, that's a very good one. For the yeah. summertime, perfect. Very much so. I, yeah, I, don't, I, I try not, yeah, that, that one's really, really obvious. Didn't bring that one. So this one's uh, somewhat new. Um, I thought maybe it'd be good to, to, to bring it out. Uh, ABV five point two five percent IBU. Brower, what does IBU stand for? Uh, International Bitters Units. Bittering Unit. Very God, he is listening. Holy well, shit! Well, you know, I, I, you know, it's disgusting. Okay, you know. I'm just that's good. So he wants to know yeah. like numerically why he hates. Okay, this that's beer good. That's good. But yeah. so and I'm looking for scientific reasons. This beer sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Which, looking for statistics. Yeah, that's this ought to be a, uh, also as a side note. This brewery, I've heard it's amazing, and they just upgraded everything out there. It'd be yeah. a good place if we do that bus thing to head up there. That'd be a good one. To get yeah. To. Oh, I, it'd be yeah, kind of far. I, but. I, it, it is a really, really far. I'll be honest with you. I've never been out there. I haven't you? Oh my I, god! I haven't been out there. I've been. I've been to the other. So the other two breweries have been out to Copperhead. I've been out to B fifty two. I've never been out to Southern Star. I went to Lone Pine. What? Yeah, about the Lone Pine Magnolia. That was really far, but mm-hmm. um. It was good though, but yeah, it was great. So, but I, you're right. I've not been out there. Anyhow, um, so this is this is a typical pilsner, typical pilsner beer. Um, I think you guys are gonna like it. So uh, we'll go from there. Here we go. All right. Oh, this looks not delicious. <laughs> you can tell through the unopened can that you're not. Gonna <laughs> yeah, like I it. can tell by the disgusting can. Who has the vibrate thing going on? Because that's super yeah, awesome. It's not me. It's not all my all my peeps. It is a, it is a little. It's annoying. super annoying. I'm sorry. Okay. I have, I have peeps. I have glass here. 
went less. Oh, y'all got, oh, this, so this one y'all drink in front of me. <laughs> I just ask how it tastes to y'all. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. You're going to like this one, Brower. It's easy drinking. Thank you, Jaimes. There you go. Thank you. All right. So last time we skipped this part, we're going to do it mostly because I was being yelled at and rushed. But if we can go ahead and just hold her up real quick, what do we see? Um, this looks like neon-ish. Okay, like so a, what you see, so you see a really nice golden hue. Um, golden. A little, yeah, a good amount of good amount of carbonation that's actually already dissipated. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell there's a, there's a good amount of carb on there. Um, yeah, it's so cloudy, little little cloudy. Um, but you can definitely see through it, so it's not in your hazy variety. Okay, so let's smell it. Ooh, it smells like. Smell like old Miller Light. Really, it looks so a lot. When I, when looks I smell a lot like a uh, Lake Hunter. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> you know the ingredients. When I, uh, so when I smell it, the very first thing I think of is like an old world, like German beer, like like a Hofbrau or something like that. Like you Hofbrau get all that from a smell. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you. It tastes like the old country. Yeah. So you definitely get that. So it's very very malty. You know, malty beer. Mm. Um, very unique Pilsner type. Uh, very third uh, yeast that they use. Yeah. yeah. I can't even say the yeast because I just I'm just not that talented. But what? that's it's neither here yeast? nor there. Yeast, no, the type of yeast is strain. Oh, so it's very German. It's a, it's, yeah, uh, Billy's yeast and such. It's just so German. I can't. I can't pronounce it. Anyhow, nine, nine. There we go. Okay, are you guys ready to drink it? Yeah, yes, sure. finally. After that dumb story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. What do you think? Not bad. I think uh, most beers from uh, Lone or uh, from Southern Star. Oh, it's pretty Brower good. would like. I could, I could definitely throw up some beers from Southern Star that I know will hate. So yeah, no, this is really, this isn't. You like it? Yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah. it's a, uh, it's fine. It's got a little bitter on it. You know why you like it? Right? You know why you like it? Because it's north of the Beltway. <laughs> oh, bullshit! It's country beer. It's country beer. Bullshit. Yeah. So you got, um, you know, you got, you got a little bit, little bit of bitter on there. Not, not too much. So those IBUs are having around thirty. Yeah, it's so like it's a regular like, beer, but they put some bitter in it to make it seem like it's worth something more. You know? There you go. I guess. I no, guess but it's that. not bad. It's not, you know, it's. It's definitely more than tolerable. Yeah. What's the word between approved and tolerable? I don't know, acceptable. Acceptable, passable as a beer. Passable. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, I really like it. It's a very, very good beer. And not to beat a dead horse, but it's a very good representation of the style. Um, I used to I used to really have a, a really I had a favorite German pills in town, but unfortunately, uh, they sold the fuck out, so I can't drink it anymore. So this which is, one was that? I'm not going to talk about it. I don't. I'm not going to talk about it. So anyhow, it doesn't matter. Okay, they sold the fuck out, and that's all there is to it. Um, but this is a great fucking German Pilsner local beer. I think I saw some they, of this on the uh, river last weekend. Oh yeah, because it's a light beer. Yeah, uh, that maybe can actually. Yeah. However, many craft beers can be brought on the Guadalupe. Whenever. That's right. I mean, you're you're going on the Guadalupe. I went last weekend. You don't remember, yeah. friend? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You Sorry. don't know me. Anyhow. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, checking out this beer with me. Um, I'm glad no, it was we good, man. together. I'm glad we held hands and just. Went ahead and did this, so um, I guess that's it. And so we, what do we have up next for us, Josh? We have a, a story that's or a, a new, a newer section, kind yeah. of a, kind of a murder mapish kind of section. I want to do for the next maybe a couple weeks, maybe a few weeks. Oh, okay. around the uh, Houston area, yeah, Houston, Hugh, Hugh, Houston, humble, <laughs> humble, Houston. Okay, anyhow, we will be right back after this. Nah, I'm going to fluff my pillow. I'm going to sleep. We're back. We hey. Are. So this is a little different this time. It is going to be kind of a murder map-ish kind of section. It's something I stumbled upon online from the Houston Press. They have notoriously kept up with a lot of crimes over the years. Yeah, they're good, man. Yeah. They're really good. So what they did at one point is they laid out a map of all these places in Houston that people frequent and have no idea that a gruesome murder That, like, place. horrible shit's happening. Yeah, there. so it's you're, like, on a date, you know, with your picnic basket. Hold on one like second. Broward, do you... Do you need to tuck you in before uh, we start? 
I'm trying to sleep. I Shut up. You weaned off that pacifier. No, I. This is how I go to sleep at night. Okay. All right. Good night. Go ahead. Sorry. Keep, keep singing those lullabies there, Jaims. Sorry, James. Go ahead. <laughs> he listens to my voice now to go to bed. So anyway, nineteen uh, seventy. No shit. My, my wife and I were listening to the podcast one morning when it was released. In the morning, we got really like four o'clock in the morning. And we're just you heard my sexy voice? No, we were listening to the first two couple sections and we were laughing, and then we fell back asleep. Dare <laughs> 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 mine? Yeah. Oh wow, I that thought is that, fucked up. Man. I thought that totally was, true. Oh my god, I oh, thought it was. Comes. I thought it was going to be something really nice. Anyhow, oh no, no, it was. I, I got that sleep I needed, Josh, and because of you, I was able to go and be successful well, that day. Well, Thank you, I, Josh. I get it. I get it. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so 1977, the, it was, this was the year that Joe Campos Torres uh, was murdered. Okay. Uh, by the Houston Police Department. Where at? I'm about to tell you. Okay. Um, it actually is the case that, cre- not created, but prompted the HPD to start a, an uh, internal affairs division. Oh, really? Because of what happened. So Torres was 23 years old. According to newspapers and reports at the time, he well, he he was a Mexican American Vietnam vet for one, and he had a drinking problem apparently by most. So he was said that's a nice resume. (laughs) So he was said to be often quarrelsome at bars when he got drunk, a little rough, you know. He was quarrelsome, quarrelsome. Got it, Houston. Yeah. (laughs) So on May fifth, nineteen seventy seven, Torres was arrested for disturbance at an East. In bar. No matter what bar it is, I guarantee it's been shut down, reopened, shut down, and reopened, and now it's like a, a CrossFit studio. So it was at Nymphas. Was it really? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to name a place that out there that Do you never know what it was or no? Yes, it was. Actually, no, they didn't. Uh, they didn't it. name it. As Azteca Azul. <laughs> no. Crazy. So anyway, uh, obviously the police were called and they arrested Torres. And took they were going to take him directly to jail. Yeah. And by the way, six officers showed up at this disturbance. Hey, you know what bar is still open that's been open for a long time? What? The Hop. I'm 99% sure it's still open. on 1960? Yes. The Hop. It's still, and Shane's. I don't remember Shane's. I need to open Shane's it. Shane's isn't open anymore. That's an 80s Bullshit. bar, right? I don't think I, I drove by the other day, man. The sign is still okay. out there. I don't know if it's still Anyhow. rock and roll. Okay, let's, that's let's, an, well, hold on. That's an 80s. You can't leave me with the Hop and go on. Yeah. That's an 80s bar, right? Yeah, the Hop. I'm pretty it's still going. Open. I need to open a place that sells like leggings and stuff. Yeah. 80s attire. <laughs> Like, Dude, Shane's was supposed to look like a C H A N E S or some yeah, shit. C H A N E S. It was like 25 no, and it, up it or something. C H A Y N S. Yeah, that's it? right. It was a. It was like really weird. Shane's. Yeah. Oh, it was like uh, 25 to 27 only. Well, no, it was like. I think, so I think it was like uh, girls got in at 25, guys got in at 55. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. Anyhow, go ahead, look it up. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, James. So, anyway, the six officers showed up to the scene, and instead of taking this guy to jail they took him to a place called the hole h-o-l-e which was a spot along the banks of the buffalo bayou okay near the 1200 block of commerce all right which is where they proceeded to beat him really for uh, they didn't give an amount of time but apparently yeah. it was a long time so real quick so question i got is mm-hmm. so they had the time i they they, they they had a name for this place. It was called the so Hole. So I can only assume that they've used this place before. Well, that's that's what it's insinuating, yes. Okay. This was a place, or at least it was a place uh, known in the area called the Hole. I don't okay. know if it was necessarily used by police to go beat, beat people, the shit out of prison. But it was a known okay. place. Okay, cool. And it was uh, away from the public prying eyes. Okay. So after the brutal uh, attack came to an end, they did finally take him to jail. However, he was beaten so badly that the officers at the jail were like, this guy needs to go to the hospital. Yeah. You can't. We can't do intake with this guy. This is, this is bad. He looks yeah. really bad. They didn't know what, what happened. But, okay. So these six officers, or they didn't really say. I can't imagine that all six were just following this guy around. I think that for sure two of them took him right. um, to the quote-unquote hospital. But what they did in reality was they took him back to the hole. No shit. Yes. And the madness started all over again. Ugh. At one point, they said HPD officer Terry W. Denson pushed Torres in the bayou saying, let's see if this wet bat can swim. Oh, my God. Quote, unquote. That is fucking terrible. And apparently, he was so drunk that he wasn't able to swim. 
No way. His died. body was found floating oh, in the bayou Jesus. two days later on Mother's Day. Oh, that's terrible. Mm. Yeah, so the, obviously the Mexican-American community was outraged. Yeah. Uh, and they wanted justice. Uh, in October, Denson and the other officer, uh, Stephen Orlando, uh, were tried on murder charges by an all-white jury. Yeah. Uh, which found them guilty of negligent homicide, a misdemeanor. Their sentence was one year probation and a $1 fine. My God. Yes. So, don't, you, don't you love Houston? I mean, like, well, don't you love early Houston? It's, you know, we talked about in the last episode about the problems that were going on in the 70s, 80s, yeah. and this is kind of what triggered me to want to do this case, too. It's yeah. all the stuff that around this time, it was definitely not the shining light of the HPD right. community. But anyway, so the Mexican-American community here in Houston, uh, it was they were outraged again. Community leaders were organizing protests. Um, all six officers, by the way, they faced federal charges for violating tours of civil rights. They were found guilty and given a 10-year suspended sentence, although uh, found guilty of assault. Denson and Orlando were sentenced to nine months in prison Okay, uh, after all this took place, the first wave. Um, I mean, again, that's still, but I mean, yeah, I know. fucking killed them. You know? Right. Well, the, the Hispanic I mean, because I'm catching myself saying, oh, good, but I'm like, uh, no? I do believe uh, <clears throat> uh, Ralph, you and I were in the uh, back of a squad car one night. Um, on the way to jail. Yeah. And uh, I distinctly remember uh, the, the officer driving in the car yeah. said he will pull the car over and beat us. Yes, he did say that. And I remember laughing in his face and told him, I don't think you can do that, sir. Mm. But we were, but to our own credit, we were egging him on a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, he was a U- university police but officer. Basically, yeah, we we're basically telling him, like, how. You know, how, you know, we have his job, how much trouble he's going to be in. I, so, I, I think we're doing that dumb, like, I you think know, I name-dropped on him all over the place. Yeah, all the, I got all pulled the over we know and all that. in Huntsville by a known officer. I'm not going to name his name, but y'all all know this character. Notorious for screwing with college kids. And he pulled me over. I'll never forget. It was a Sunday after my shift uh, bartending that early morning Sunday madness from, like, 9 to 10. <laughs> and he, Rough. he pulled me over, and he said... It's quote unquote. It says here that you have corrective lenses, but you're not wearing them. And I said, "Contacts." I said, "Yeah." I go, "Well, I have contacts on." Yeah. And then he said, "Quote unquote, I'm going to need you to prove it." Like take them out. Like no, he made me like move them on one of my eyes. Really? And I'm thinking the whole time, you know, no, I'm not wearing them. I figured. I'm going to go out on a Sunday and just say, fuck it, and just drive around, blurry-eyed. And just say, LASIK, you dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why would I even do that for fun? I was totally sober. Yeah. Why even make me prove it that I'm wearing contacts? Like, that's some kind of mean trick that I would play on the city. Yeah. Drive around without contacts on. Anyway, it was stupid. So anyway, on the one-year anniversary of Torres' death, a riot broke out during Cinco de Mayo in Houston in Moody Park. No way. Uh, the Houston's north side. Uh, that makes sense. Moody Park, rioting. Yeah. Well, anyway. So makes it's sense. A, uh, it's like riot park and everyone <laughs> everyone has a good time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the police were trying to arrest people for fighting. The, the, the crowd was going crazy. A, and actually, a rare citywide uh, call went out to all HPD officers to come to Moody Park. It, basically, that like is a Hail Mary. Never Let's happens. beat them all. It, they basically said, if you're on duty, get to Moody Park. So yeah. everyone citywide was wow. told to go there. Officers showed up. I don't remember any, reading about it, this at all. They were wearing gas masks, uh, tried to control the violence. Uh, dozens of officers were injured. Uh, Jack Cato and, a, and Phil Archer, who were news reporters with KPRC Channel 2. I know Phil Archer. Anyway, they were both stabbed repeatedly. Really? Yeah. By the end of the night, 14 cop cars had been burned. Dozens of people were arrested. <laughs> and, shit. and several nearby stores had been burned and looted. I did not know about this. I didn't either. Did you know about this? Well, that's what happens. You get right. one of them, they get all of you. Oh, That's shit, the way dude. it works. Yeah. But well, they got a, they're saying that the, basically the justice that was received was that HPD now had an internal affairs department, which okay. was much needed. The hole remains visible today from San Jacinto Street Bridge that crosses the Buffalo Bayou. The building currently at this site is part of Harris County uh, Sheriff's Department. Hundreds of people walk across it every day really? as they make their way to various criminal courts and the Harris County Jail, the and hole. most are unaware of the hole or Joe Campos Torres. Interesting. So after the Torres killing, Mayor uh, Fred Hoffines was obviously upset and pissed. Uh, he said he was quoted as saying, "There is something loose in the city that that is considered an illness." In three and a half years since Hoffines was elected as Houston mayor, more than twenty five cases happened with with public 
with police and the public having shot or killed or wounded citizens and gone without charges from Harris County grand juries. One of one of the officers in that, all those was, however, indicted. So it wasn't everyone, but right. 20, I mean, 25, 26 people. Yeah, that's not a good track not good. record. In the, in the first six weeks after June 15th, when HPD officially opened the uh, Internal Affairs Division to investigate police co- misconduct, it received more than 180 citizen complaints. Holy shit. Before I went to open, they're like, okay, now we have someone we can call Fuck. and complain to. Uh, police Chief Harry Caldwell uh, said that society had changed so much in the past 10 or 15 years that being a policeman is undoubtedly and increasingly a frustrating job. And frustrations are not what many police policemen are equipped or trained to handle. Although the department rejects 19 of 20 applicants, those who did not become a policeman are drawn from the bottom quarter of the economic status and education. This is what he said back then. Right. In contrast, Dallas, where, to Dallas, where 38% of the officers had, were college graduates, and in Austin, where 22% are, only 11% in Houston of the force held college degrees at this time. Interesting. So there's a there was a psychologist named Martin Reiser in, uh, for the Los Angeles Police Department. He was an expert on stress work for police. He came up with what he called uh, the John Wayne syndrome. Uh, he believed that when people new recruits came out and into the field of police and law enforcement, uh, they were flexible, open-minded recruits, and trans- they were transformed into cynical, over-serious, emotionally withdrawn, strongly authoritarian officers. Yeah. Accompanying this syndrome, he says that the development of tunnel vision uh, would come about in which there are only good guys and bad guys, and situations and values become dichotomized into all or nothing. The chief factor promoting this, uh, he says, is peer pressure, which he calls one of the most profound pressures operating in police organizations. That makes sense. I mean, so there's just... It's it's kind of like uh, no shit. My point is, I think these guys, they, they come into situations, they're extremely chaotic. I think it's really, really hard to make a quick judgment call as to what's going on. Of course. Now, it's not always, you know, black and white. Okay, so, I mean, basically that was the first segment I'm going to be, not really stealing, for, I guess, I don't know if it, it wouldn't be plagiarizing, but the, I don't know who coined the whole murder map thing, but I'm going to go around to different places in Houston where some things happened that were terrible. Yeah. And uh, it's all at places where people are seen to frequent. Um, so do you have, do you have a, a, a address this, of this place? It was along the banks of the Buffalo Bayou uh-huh. uh, near the 1200 block of Commerce. Oh, okay. So Interesting. I never... There's pictures of it. Um, yeah. It looks familiar to me, but um, I'll show you a picture. You know, we had... Does that look familiar to you? There's the bayou. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by U of H, man. Yeah, it's like downtown. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly where that's at. So we actually had um, somebody on Reddit actually commented that we need to uh, cover the Moody Park riots. That's another. And that's what this was. Someone else, one of our good friends, uh, David F., texted uh-huh. me one night and told me we need to cover a story that happened like in the 1900s that was like a, like a gang thing or something, like Wild West kind of stuff. Really? Huh. Yeah, interesting. I didn't yeah, know there's also um, one of the guys who does he does like a, a real radio show, uh, John Denman from uh, Drink John of Denver? Ages. Yeah, John. No, John Denman. Oh. He does Drink of Ages radio for. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, on, I met on him. ESPN. I met him with you. Yeah, at very, a yeah that's right. Yeah, very. Or no, not a brewery. At his, at his bar. At his bar. Yeah, it's a it's a growler pillow up place. No, what do you call those? Well, I guess they do do growler fills. But anyhow, very cool guy. But he was telling me that there's. He, he he knows a guy that I need to go talk to that basically has just loads and loads of fucking mafia stories from the 60s and 70s. So Very interesting. Yeah, so. All right, well, that's good, man. I'll have to follow that up, too. Anyhow. So let's get on to the Bayou section. I guess we will. Okay, well. He this, said he has a one that's not so much of a stinker like last week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Was, that was awesome last week. Cool. Well, thanks, Mr. James. Yeah, and, well, this won't be hard to follow. Okay, and we will be right back with a lot of positivity. Yes. And some throat clearing. And we're back. Hey, hey, everybody! Uh, welcome to back to beer, blood, and we all know it. We all love it. 
Brower. <laughs> Brower time. That's right. Uh, okay, everybody. Oh, my God. Can you believe this? For all you Uber riders, which um, I am an Uber rider. You guys Uber riders? I love Uber. Uh, Ralph's the Uber driver. I love Ubers. I, I love Ubers. I am not an Uber driver. Is it Lyft? You're doing Lyft. Lyft now? I don't drive no. Lyft either. Okay. What are you talking about? Anyway, Uber has... I mean, not like there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, like... No, no, we know you're above it. We know how you are. We yeah. know where your utopia is over in Bend, Oregon. Yeah, where it's all rickshaws. Yeah, and, we, and we men know with all no about shirts. You like, Anyhow. you like man buns, you like bikes, and you like white people. Okay, we know it. go ahead. Uber has fired a Houston area driver after he's seen on camera asking a passenger for sex. Straight up, just like... Yeah, well, it, well it, even more dry than that, actually. Madison Campo said she called for an Uber on May 23rd to pick her up from an eyelash appointment. Incidentally, eyelash appointment. My wife recently got her eyelashes done. Looks great. She's like, oh, I was like, how much is that to keep that going uh, forever? She's like, well, it's 50 bucks every two weeks. I was like, huh, okay. So <laughs> I was like, so is that forever? She's like, um, yeah. I was like, that's $1,300 a year. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Well, I was so like, huh. yeah. and my response would have been, well, give me till next weekend. I'm going to get on YouTube, learn how to do it for free. <laughs> Because that's what I do with everything else. I'm not going to pay that money. Yeah, I'll deliver that baby myself. That's more than I pay my lawn guy. So I could, yeah. why don't you? I'm trying to think. No, she, she's math. like it's like a hundred and something dollars to get them redone. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, I I know this whole yeah eyelash thing. Yeah, but yeah. you can get them filled every every two weeks. Yeah. Oh, she's getting those big ones. Like, that was a big yeah, fad. The, yeah, those the, big the ones. The ones that are like two inches. Yeah. No, 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 no. They look. Oh, great. You're thinking about me, dude. Anyhow, yeah. go ahead. Okay. Anyway. So, picking up her eyelash appointment, the driver picked her up. One more thing. Store. Why are you Uber driving to get your lashes done? I mean, yeah, if you're drinking, that's, maybe, but that's maybe, a she's, good point maybe she's an alcoholic, Josh. Oh, maybe it's one of those ones you can drink well, while you're doing it. That's right. No, at the nail appointments, they do drink. You know, they got a few glasses of wine. The driver picked her up from the store. Yeah. She said that as they were heading home, he started to become inappropriate. Compost got out of the car once. Wait they- a minute. Was it the eyelashes? Compost got out of the car <laughs> once they got to her home and started recording the incident on her cell phone. On the video, you can see the driver saying, I want to sleep with you. That's it. Wait, now, what about, now, was that accent? No, I said it dry, the way he says it. Okay. Uh, Compo said the driver asked her to sleep with him. After he kept persisting, she started recording, concerned over what he may do next. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he knows I'm transgendered. I was like, whoa, whoa this wait, 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 hold you the phone. can't just leave us like that. Hold the phone. <laughs> sorry. She, wait, the transgender was, uh, yeah, occupant. Yeah, she was a writer. So uh, that uh, I don't think he knows I'm transgendered. Big I was, surprise. I was like, okay, this is really awkward. So I put my phone on the side, said Madison Campos, uh, an Uber passenger. In the video, <laughs> uh, Campos is repeatedly told, repeatedly told him she wasn't interested. Uh, and there's a little and part you just see him like opening his trench coat. But here's what he said. He said, like, uh, Campos uh, says, you're supposed to be professional. The man says, professional. But I like your body. Wow. That was oh, that's a good That's a good comeback. Yeah, that, yeah. That's she good for said, the courtroom. She said he eventually left, but not before threatening her. She says she immediately called Uber. I just want him to know that that wasn't right for you to do that. And imagine how many other people he's done that to, said Compost. Uber sent us a statement saying the behavior the writer reported is unacceptable. Once we were made aware of the incident, we removed the driver's access to the app. No, she was also it. also quoted as saying, "I only like sleeping with the guys that work for Lyft." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's a lot to dive into in this story. I think we're going to kind of dance. Should we dissect this? Uh, you know, I don't I, even know where to start. To be I honest. don't know. I mean, honestly, I uh, the only thing I ever get a hit up from Uber drivers is certainly not for sex. It's yeah. typically for like business leads, yeah, or usually, whatever they usually want. Tips that or other know, rides. That's a really good point. You know what? I get I get a lot of uh, actually when the oil crash was happening. A lot of engineers out of work, a lot of people yeah. just in the oil industry asking me you for know, job leads. My thing with that is, it's I don't know. I'm hoping that those stories, I guess, are true, but I'm starting to think that a lot of the drivers that I've ridden around with, I'm starting to think that it's kind of like the strip club syndrome where you everyone's going to school, they're all attorneys on the side. Yeah, they, we're all putting these strippers in yeah. nursing school. Do you really think some of these stories are legitimate? I had one tell oh, yeah, me. So, then, well, I mean, is, this, a lot of them have the business cards to back it up. I had well, a, a, lot, a lot of my a lot of my experiences actually were it was before you could tip Ubers, you know, mm-hmm. before so you couldn't tip the Uber, right? So it was just they got what they got. Now you can, mm-hmm. so I would definitely believe it now, probably because you know if someone told a good sob story, you want to give them as much tip as possible, I guess. But um, but yeah, I've had some very interesting Uber experiences. Um, I've had like a just a dark. Uh, I had a dark, cold gaze after I asked a guy like, "How are you?" And just looked at me and then turned the radio up. 
So that was really I, fucking have you ever, weird. Really? Have you ever Did t- he like accelerated, went faster? Have you ever got the surprise upgrade when the Uber XL shows up when you're on a regular Uber? Yeah. Like, oh, I was like, dope. oh, I run both. God, you know, that's the like, best thing ever. Like, really? I've never had that better. luxury. Yeah, yeah, no, I've had like a... a, like a 2018 suburban coming pick me yeah, up. Uh, yeah, I've had the opposite. I I got the opposite when it's like the negative X and he shows up like on a bicycle and he's like, dude, <laughs> it's all I got. <laughs> I use my girlfriend's car to get the tags, but all I got is a bicycle. But it's too yeah, yeah. You can get on the front pegs or the back yeah. pegs. I remember well, the, go the, and put, put that deck of cars in the spokes for me. <laughs> yeah, I want to Let's make it. A, the yeah. first Uber I ever took it was in 2013. It wasn't in Houston yet. Uh, uh, you take notes on this? That's uh, a pretty. No, no, I just, I just remember where I was. So. 2000 what? 2013. Oh. I was We're in, need I was to bring in, out your diary. I was in uh, yeah, okay. I was in Denver and I called the Uber and they show up and it's like this like really immaculate uh Mercedes. I mean, just really really nice like hmm. an E-class or whatever. Um I was like, "Oh my god, this app is like absolutely amazing. Blew my mind." And so that was like my expectation every single time I yeah. called Uber. And then you know, they started being You found like, out that guy's last name was Uber. He was yeah, like yeah, just right. starting the company. And basically now you're getting like 08 Camrys, you know, that yeah. smell like feet. Uh, well, there, well there, there's a certain requirement for Uber. I'm not really sure what Oh, yeah, you're is. right. Yeah, they got to be. I think I don't think the vehicles Less can be. five years old. Yeah, anymore. five years. Have to be well, they definitely aren't, uh, told, are not told that they have to use their air conditioner. I've had several that <laughs> like put on the fan only. Like, I don't know. Dude, yeah. I By the time them. I get to like a wedding, I'm like drenched. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I get an Uber. I say, where's your charger? Turn on the AC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so drunk one night in downtown. I called an Uber, and it was when the bars were closing. I hopped in. I got in a fight, and I hopped in. A, a fight? It doesn't matter. No, no, no. You got a fight? No, no, no. You not strike your shirt off? It was an X. It was an X. And I get, I, I get my own Uber, and I'm so pissed and drunk. Uh, like a minute into the car ride, the guy's like, all right, Tom, where do you want to go? And I'm like... <laughs> Uh, I think I gave you the wrong address. Let me. How do I change it? I totally got someone else's Uber. It's like, wait, you're not going to Galveston? Yeah. Usually they're like, oh, you know, this is Josh, right? This guy wait, can wait, do you it. You guys are supposed to be going to Lake Charles. You yeah. don't look like you're about to go party. Uh, Ask me if I wanted to have sex. I'm like, you're a horrible person. And you said, no, I don't. I'm a trans. No. Yeah. All right. Anyhow. All right, man. Well, that was good. That thanks was good. That. Well, thanks Very for uh, everybody. Uh, look at those little morsels. That little tidbit story was just so good. Yeah. And we make it funny for you. That's right. We, <laughs> we isn't. I know, just me. Yeah, right. Anyhow, so I guess I'll go ahead and cue the music. Cue and, it, um, please. We'll, uh, hey, everybody, next week. Um, not next week. Oh, you'll, give a shout out for your... Uh, next week, You'll we might be end up with a, either a truncated episode or a mini episode. Oh, Yeah. Because Ralph is on the march. That's right. I'm back into uh, back to the North Pole. Yeah. Back to the North Pole. Yeah, oh, he's, he's he's going up to Alaska for mosquito season. That's right. Can't <laughs> wait. Anyhow, all right. Uh, some of our biggest doves. All right, cue the music. Go for it. There we go. All, all right. right. It's been great, guys. Can't wait to. All right, buddy. All right. I can't wait to. That's enough. Eat some tacos. <laughs> <laughs>